Good morning, Meridian, and welcome to Grind, Grace, and Growth. Each day we wake up to start the daily grind, and we try to do everything with grace with the goals of growth. I'm Shelly Hotchkiss, Whitehead General Manager and host of Grind, Grace, and Growth. And today I am super excited because we have... I want to say I want to make myself feel special. We have an exclusive interview with Mayor Jimmy Smith and with Ed Skipper. So we are not taking phone calls today. So this is an, an informative, inform, how do I say that? Informative. Informative. I, I couldn't talk last week. Uh, informative interview. So if you have any questions, please email the studio or email me. Shelly at supertalk.fm and we will get those to the mayor's office and maybe we'll do a follow-up interview in the near future. So good morning, Mayor Smith and good morning, Mr. Skipper. How are y'all? Morning. We're good. Y'all are good? All right. Are you nervous? No. Oh, well, <laughs> always. <laughs> no, I think this is going to be a great interview and I think that a lot of people are really excited to kind of hear like the state of the city and what's going on. So Tell us just a little bit about how long you've been in office now, Mayor Smith. Okay. We've been in office now a little bit over 18 months. What is it? Almost two years to be two years next month? In, mm-hmm. in, in July. Yeah. Okay. So uh, we have been working hard at trying to make positive things happen in the city of Meridian. Uh, you know, my goal in running for mayor was to come and serve the people uh, in a positive way. And that's what we've been constantly working on. So what were some of those, those things that you've wanted to change that you've already are in the process of? Well, one of the things that I was looking at when I first came in, cause there was a lot of things that I didn't know that was wrong with our city. And we have been looking, uh, along with Ed Skipper, we've been, and he's been a jewel to me. And I'm, I'm telling y'all that, uh, cause you know, this is who I want to be my CAO. And the council didn't approve it. And fortunately enough, I had a talk with him later on and grabbed him. So, um, and we've been working on positive things about our city. We're looking at, we've got problems with uh, structures that that hadn't been tended to. And uh, we've been doing that kind of stuff. We brought up some things about our parks and recs. We've been doing some things about our streets. You know, we paved over 20 miles of road uh, last year. So we want to continue to be in that mold of making sure that we're doing infrastructure on a consistent basis. That's going to help our growth. And I think our city is sitting in a position to be just wild. Well, I know as we were talking earlier in the studio that the Internet sales tax actually goes to fund infrastructure. And so we need to be, as much as I I love to say buy local, I mean, you're going to buy things on the internet regardless. So that is going to be funding our infrastructure. So that's a great thing to have. And it's not going to make our property taxes go up. In fact, if anything, it will make our property values higher, I believe. Mm-hmm. I, I think you're hitting it right on the head. Uh, the legislators gave us this particular tool, the internet sales tax, to increase our infrastructure. And if we don't use it, we could lose it. And and we've got to make sure that we're programming things to to take care of that money. Well, I know North Hills needs to be on that list. <laughs> it's on there. It's on there. 
And um, because there's nothing worse. And I'll say, I have kids. So we'll go be driving down the road. And then all of a sudden, my youngest will be like, Mom, ow, you just hit the biggest bump ever. <laughs> and so I think a lot of the Meridian residents feel that same way. But we're going to do something about it. Let, let me right. say, uh, on North Hill Street, we have been fortunate enough that our state legislators has provided us $3.4 million to work on North Hill Street, and that is in the makings. Uh, we're planning that. We're also planning on developing the medical district. That's something that should be completed this year. Uh, uh, North Hill Street is something that we're working on and consistently trying to make sure that we get the best bang for the buck. So tell me about the medical district. I'm sorry. I've, that's the first I've heard of it. I've heard little tweets here and there. But tell me what y'all are going to be doing with the medical well, district. Basically, we're going to pay pretty much all of the medical district. Uh, we have been working on that for approximately two years because we've, we've got uh, an engineer firm that's coming in that's making sure that our sewer areas are, are taken care of and making sure that we don't tap roads that we can just pave over some of those uh, uh, construction areas. Uh, I think that should be, hopefully, that's going to be finished, hopefully, by the end of July, uh, August. Okay. Did you want to add something, Mr. Skiver? Right, and, and something to remember sometimes, you th think paving, and a lot of times that's just overlaying existing. At some point, you have to dig that up, which is very expensive. But also, in a lot of the paving projects now, they're coordinating with replacing water and sewer lines that are fairly old. There's some over 100 years old in the city. So that's an important aspect that it's not just the paving sometimes. It's what's underground it's below all that the paving. infrastructure, right. mm -hmm. everything that it takes to run a city. Right, yes, and the infrastructure—that's a—that's a huge thing nationwide, but certainly in Meridian, that the stuff you don't see under under the pavement. So, as far as industry goes, do you think the medical field is our leading job ecosystem or <laughs> economic <laughs> driver? Well, for sure, it's one of them. Uh, I, I think that we are poised to be a lot of different things. And it's a matter of uh, people putting things together. Uh, we've had different industries talk about coming to Meridian, and we've been working with the EMBDC uh, and dealing with that. And that's part of what they do is to court folks to come to Meridian. And also as part of the, the, uh, uh, the leadership to deal, to make sure that we're doing what we need to do to make people welcome to our community. And I would definitely think that having great roads and our city being pretty is definitely going right. to welcome new industry to our city. So we definitely are doing, I think we're doing a pretty good job. Um, I guess everything can be improved to a certain right. extent. But so let's talk about, um, let's just go forward. Let's talk about Bonita Lakes. We had talked about Bonita Lakes a while back. So let's just get the cat out of the bag right now. Um, so one of the questions that a lot of people have asked me in the past or to ask today was, why don't we utilize Bonita Lakes more? And it's beautiful. It's gorgeous. And we need to really promote it as a destination place here in Meridian. Right. And in the past, there has been a good bit of activity out there that for some reason has lapsed. Um, it is a, a, a jewel in the city. It's, uh, it's part of the water fund, actually, as far as the 
property designation as part of our water and sewer fund because that was the source of drinking water. But in regards to that, it's a recreational area. And in the past, there have been a lot of things there, which has lapsed to some degree. Now, a lot of out-of-town people do visit it for the trails, the hiking, uh, horseback riding. So, But event promotion, that's a good point you make, that there could be more of that, uh, and that would draw even more people. Meridian can be a destination because of the proximity of the interstate. Exactly. It's, it's a central area for, you mentioned the medical, the, the hospitals, people come in for the hospital uh, and medical facilities and shopping people can say well there's not enough shopping and that's been up and down and COVID affected a lot of things but it's still a destination for shopping and medical purposes and the interstate makes it easy for people to get into and from all over the surrounding area and it's kind of a central between say Jackson and Tuscaloosa so we capture people from all both directions in that sense so it it would be great to have the best-looking city and the best streets we can to, to help promote that even more. And more events. Downtown, there are a lot of activity downtown with events. But, yes, Bonita would be a great site for even more similar to what we've had in the past. And that's just continual economic growth. And, and right. it just takes time. And it takes people. It takes people that are motivated to want to go and put events like that on. So we were talking earlier in the studio again let's talk a little bit about our police force and what y'all are doing with our police force and training and recruitment you know one of the things that uh i identified that we need to rebuild our police department and that's what we've been doing Uh, of course we've caught a snag with our council that's taking money from our budget you know and it's and we are constantly trying to train our police officers uh I, i think that we had five police chiefs in one year. That devastated our mm-hmm. police department. And having been in law enforcement, I know that that devastated our police department. So we have been rebuilding, retooling our police department. And we're going to make some headway pretty soon. Can't make an announcement today, but there's some things that we've been doing that uh, hadn't been done before that we will be promoting in the future, hopefully by the end of this physical year. And, and the training is a big big part of that, both with um, funds within the department's budget, which there's efforts to try to increase that within the budget, but also applying for grants. The, the city and the through the police department has applied for grants to help with that training, so that's a, that's a big emphasis right now. Well, training and retention is something that, across the lines, that is important to all employee recruitment. So, especially being a police officer, I mean, mm-hmm. we want to make sure we protect our police officers and that they, you know, are not, you know, they're armed and they mm-hmm. have all the tools that they need to succeed. Um, and something you had also talked about before was the crime rates, about how everyone talks about crime here in Meridian. And... As I told you, I've lived in the city for 12 years, and I feel very safe here. I've always felt safe in Meridian, and a lot of people do as well. But one thing that you are trying to do is to decrease crime. Yes, ma'am. You know, uh, nationwide crime is up. Uh, There's a shooting every week. Uh, I don't care where you live, that's going to happen. One of the reasons is because there's an increase in gun violence. Uh, But I think that uh, through our police department and our training and doing the things that we need to do, because one of the things 
we're we're coming up with uh, body cameras, more body cameras and vehicle cameras and that kind of thing, as well as uh, surveillance cameras. Uh, we're going to do a, a, a kind of a reboot on videos, and I think that's going to help us reduce crime rate as well. Well, there's crime in every city, just like you said. And I get so tired of the negativity. Let's talk about all the positivity that's going on in our city. Let's talk about how beautiful downtown Meridian looks. Let's talk about all the new businesses that have opened up downtown. Let's talk about all the great events. And then sometimes it's like, oh, you live in Meridian? Oh, my gosh, aren't you afraid of getting murdered? And I'm like, no, I don't. And I really don't like to hear people say that because – that is what the negative attitude, and it's contagious. It's yeah. spread like wildfires. So we need to just continue doing what we're doing to spread the positivity and to continue with for growth. You know, I think we have a very good police department. Uh, we're undermanned, but we have a pretty good police department. Uh, you know, as I mentioned earlier, while people may not realize this, but every crime, every murder that has happened prior to the year before I took office has been solved up until today. And our police department is doing a heck of a job. Uh, and people need to realize that. Now, we can't, I, I, I agree, we can't stop every person from running a red light. We can't stop every person from running a stop sign. But we're doing the things that we really need to do in catching criminals. Well, everyone's going to accidentally run a stop sign every now and then or a yellow light. Like, I'm guilty of it from time to time, you know. It's like, oh, you know, kiss the roof, you know, <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, and pray you don't get a ticket. Yeah. But, of course, that's safety, and you don't need to do that, and we need to practice good driving skills. But as I do feel safe in Meridian, and I do think that most people that live within the city limits, they do feel safe. Um, and a lot of the crime that we see is gang on gang, it seems like. Well, it's, it's without a doubt, that exists. Uh, and if somebody tell you there's not gangs, well, I'm telling you, I'm, today I'm going to tell you there are gangs. And that's a reality. Uh, but there's uh, gangs everywhere. Yes, ma'am. That's what I was just about to say, that they are everywhere. It's without a doubt they exist, and, and we got to deal with them. Well, if you were to live in Jackson or if you were to live in Hattiesburg, there's crime th too. I'm from Destin, Florida. There's crime in Destin, Florida. And they just don't talk about it because you're at the beach. So that's where we need to get to. We need to talk about the good things going on here in Meridian and make it fluffy. And, you know, <laughs> that's what we need to do. So um, we all know that crime, lock your doors. I mean, take the precautions that normal people take. I mean, lock your doors. I mean, if you don't feel safe, go get a ring. I mean, take the precautions that you need to do and be responsible. It's not the police department's job to constantly protect you. You have to protect yourself and take responsibility for your own being. And just common sense almost. What, you, what you're saying is, is true, that as an individual citizen, we need to take part in protecting our properties. Like if they're like, for instance, if you don't have lights around your house that, you know, glow when somebody walks up to your house, you need to do that. That that deters deter uh, burglars from coming in your house or breaking your house. Uh, but it's some burglars that, that will just regardless watch you and come in and break in. Uh, and, and it's a terrible feeling. I, I've been burglarized before and I. 
I got me a burglar alarm. I got cameras. I got lights. I mean, you know, and this was before I was mayor. So I'm telling you that that you, you can't stop all of those things. People are going to do. We got bad people that are going to do bad Bad people things. are everywhere. That's so right. you have to protect yourself regardless. Yeah. And yeah. you right. could live, you know, in Mayberry and <laughs> there's still going to be somebody bad there. Yeah. There's always a bad guy on yeah. Andy Griffin. Right. So. That's right. <laughs> and just an observation you know, Meridian's got a lot going downtown in particular with festivals and so forth. So there are a lot of pe- out-of-town people that feel safe enough to come to Meridian and go to our festival. So that some people feel comfortable, for sure. It was so funny that you say that. I was in Ocean Springs, <coughs> Mississippi, for Memorial Day weekend. And I ran into some songwriters. They were at a community event that's much like a, like a full moon on 5th. And I said, this is great. We have an event in Meridian similar to this. It was a live band, you know, at the Fort, which is in Ocean Springs, and mm-hmm. it overlooks the beach. And uh, I said, oh, I'm from Meridian. They said, oh, my gosh, we want to come to Meridian so bad. And I said, really? I said, well, if you come to Meridian, you need to come to the Three Foot and stay at the Three Foot downtown. So we have some fabulous restaurants. And mm-hmm. so I believe that word is getting out. And the fact that these people want to come to Meridian and they were writers, they're musicians, and they've heard about all of the great musicians and venues that we have. And gosh, it seems like we have a different show every week, whether if it's at the Riley Center or at the Max or the Temple. I mean, that's just to name a couple of the venues that our city has. So we have a lot going on, and we definitely have a lot for us to toot our horn about. And we just need to continue that, don't you think? Yes, ma'am. I believe that. I, I think Meridian is poised to do great things. I, I think that, that, that we have momentum uh, that we ought to be proud about. We have some bumps, you know, and lumps that exist, but that's life, you know. Uh, like somebody told me the other day, if we all thought the same thing, wouldn't life really be boring? Very boring. So, you know, uh, we have to do what we have to do to survive and, and promote our city. Uh, I, I, You know, I, I'll tell you uh, right off the bat that I love the city of Meridian, and it has been good to me and my family. So I, I'm... I'm, I'm a Meridian. <laughs> right, right. Well, you guys, let's take a quick commercial break, and we'll be right back. Flea Market on B Street would like to help you make your home feel fantastic. We offer home decor, appliances, flooring, area rugs, furniture, and so much more. Shop where your family matters at Family Flea Market on B Street in Meridian. Family Flea Market is open Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. Find us on Facebook or visit our website at familyfleamarket.net. All Around Pool and Spa, your one stop for all your Bacquasil and Pool Life Chemical. 
and come see our full line of maintenance equipment, automatic cleaners, salt systems, Primo grills, splash pools, and jacuzzi spas. They have over 40 years experience with pool maintenance, service work, liner replacement, pool cleaning, pool closing, water chemistry, and more. Just give All Around Pool and Spa a call. All Around Pool and Spa, family owned and operated, 1200 Fifth Street in Meridian. This is Brad Bearfield with Shelter Insurance, the Bearfield Agency. For all your insurance needs, home, auto, life, or business, give my office a call at 601-485-3811. Simply Irresistible is the place with irresistible taste. The summer temps are warming up and we have the hottest styles to help you look and feel irresistible from head to toe. Simply will welcome you with a smile and dress you with an outfit for any of your summer vacation plans. New arrivals arrive in store daily. If you can't shop local, then download our free app, Shop Simply. Come shop with us at Simply Irresistible, located at 4636A Poplar Springs Drive in Meridian. Hello, this is Charles Frazier with Weidman's Restaurant. Historic downtown is booming, and we are proud to be a part of the economic revival. At Weidman's, you can enjoy southern classics like shrimp and grits, fried green tomatoes, and black and redfish, or a Boudin stuffed pork chop and USDA prime steak. We offer an extensive wine list and handcrafted cocktails, as well as a large selection of Mississippi beers. Come join us downtown at Mississippi's oldest restaurant, Weidman's, since 1870. Hello, I'm Thomas Adams, your City of Meridian Parks and Recreation Director. Tune in every weekday at 7.49 a.m. and 12.49 p.m. to hear what's happening in the Queen City. If you have an event, please email Ms. Ida Brown at meridianms.org. Grind, Grace, and Growth here on Super Talk 103.3. We have a few more minutes with Mayor Smith and Mr. Skipper with the City of Meridian. And there's a hot topic going on right now that people want to talk about, and that's about our city's budget and kind of the difference of what's going on with the council and with the administration. So do you guys want to elaborate on that a little bit? Okay, the budget obviously is approved by the council, but once a budget's approved, the mayor's the chief executive to execute that and so forth. And recently there's been some disagreement and back and forth on budget amendments because a, a five months in the year, a million dollars was basically pulled out. But the departments need the money to do their operations. So we're trying to get some budget amendments passed to put the money where they need it in the overtime and vehicle maintenance and training. And that's, that's basically it the back and forth conversations on that and trying to get get the money where the department heads need it but the it's an annual thing approving a budget and there's a lot of back and forth on that and we're getting ready to start the process for next year's budget 2024 why do you think they're dragging their feet you would have to ask them that uh all right it's just that looks the, like i'm the, getting a city council right, member on here next right. week it's just that the departments need some of that money that was removed uh, which is in the legislative budget now and the council's budget. So that's that's the back and forth trying to get that so they can 
do the overtime. That's a big thing coming up for public works in the summer yeah. and parks and recreation too, but public works primarily for cutting grass and so forth. And then uh, and we want to keep our, our city pretty, right? right. And, and that's public works. Right. And we need vehicle maintenance. There's some money our needed police for department. that. Keep the cars rolling and uh, training, which we need. So that's it in a nutshell. You may want to elaborate a little bit more on that. But well, I, I think you're, you're hitting it right on the nail, as they say, uh, that we are struggling uh, with our city council and, and dealing well, with our budgets. We elect the city council. And so what the city council really needs to do is they need to do what's best for the city. And, you know, I don't I'm not hearing the other side of what the city council is saying. But if it's going to help our city, if it's going to help our city employees, because let's be real, we don't want them to get tired. We don't want them to have a vehicle that they don't feel safe in or that they can rely on and we want to keep our city pretty so we need public works to cut grass and for right. safety because you don't want to have an overgrown bush at a stop sign and then poof boom your car gets hit because you know there's a big bush that's overgrown so there's there's you know two sides of every story but i definitely think that this is something we need to think about you know in the future and i think the city council needs to listen to the people and vote for what the people are saying um, but on a different note, that is not so much <laughs> fun to talk about. Um, I am a recreation girl. We only have a few more minutes left, and I told you that this would go by quickly. Thomas Adams, gosh, I love him. He is the director of Parks and Rec. He is doing some great things. So let's just give our listeners just a quick overview of what we have in store for Parks and Rec. Well, you know, when I appointed Thomas as the Parks and Recs guy, I talked to him and I said, Thomas, what I want you to do, is go out there and look at all of your facilities, and we're, we're going to approach the council with a bond issue. And that's what he did. And part of that, and, and him talking to me about it, he said, you know, we need to do turf because everywhere you go when they're doing traveling baseball, yeah. everybody's got turf, and that's what we need to do. So we're going to try to do some of that uh, and actually bring more uh, baseball games to Meridian tournaments well that would be great because i'm really tired of having to travel to jackson <laughs> I, <laughs> right. I, I understand. And all i can think about is in jackson we have you know they have three parks just off the top of my head mm-hmm. and we need to be bringing you know capturing some of that revenue here and, and doing that for our economic growth as well i know mr adams is also he's just he's so much fun to work with and he gets real excited he's I've seen more in Parks and Rec than I ever have. And he's doing things for, like, he did a basketball drive, I think, or sporting equipment drive at Christmas. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, um, gosh, I get the pool, the splash pad. I mean, you guys have it going on, it seems like, in Parks and Rec. Yes, ma'am. Right. He's doing a lot of activities and programs and wants to upgrade the ball fields with bond money. Also, Frank Cochran Center is a big one, the renovation yes. of that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Is that almost done? Oh, no, it hasn't started. Oh, it hasn't started. Just <laughs> kidding. A, we've got the plans going, uh, but that's a big one. And then uh, the carousel building. That's the two big okay. facility Well, projects. we will have to have you guys on here in a couple of weeks just to do an update or see if we have any okay. rebuttals. And we're out of time. Okay. So, you guys, thanks for tuning in today to Grind, Grace, and Growth. I'm Shelly Hotchkiss Whitehead. Peace out with Mayor Smith and Mr. Skipper. Okay. Y'all have a great day. Thank you.